Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. With day one done... I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear... He's got 99 days to fix problem number one. Vaccines for 100 million. The governor says it may take until August or September to get shots in eligible arms. Demand far exceeds COVID vaccine supply in New York State. We're going to be going from week to week. I'm Sean Adams in White Plains. With the city forced to shut down vaccination sites, Mayor de Blasio wants to dip into the reserves. Let's free up those second doses. I'm Marla Diamond. Our team is in place. The new leadership in Washington set off a rally on Wall Street, and Joe Connolly will tell us how some troubled New York businesses are now surviving. The Nets' big three debuts with a double overtime loss. Incredible performance here in overtime by Colin Sexton. This is Brad Heller. And this is Thursday, January 21st. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. It's Wayne Cabot. Thanks for listening. Welcome to a brand new day. It's going to be bright, but it's going to be cold. High about 40 or just above. And there's so much on our plate this morning. How about we open with this? This warm message for President 46 by three of his predecessors. Gathering in the Memorial Amphitheater at Arlington National Cemetery to say... Mr. President, uh, I'm pulling for your success. Your success is our country's success, and God bless you. You have spoken for us today. Now you will lead for us. And we're ready to march with you. Joe, I'm proud of you. We will be available in any ways that we can as citizens. There are three things President Biden wants to get done in these first 100 days. One is to get 100 million people vaccinated. CBS's Deborah Alfaron says that will be necessary to do this. Reopening most schools within the next 100 days, as well as taking a closer look at the health disparities in minority communities. Biden also plans to employ the use of stadiums and community centers in order to help hit his goal of 100 million vaccines in his first 100 days in office. Federal personnel will be deployed to help administer those shots. So vaccines, kids back in schools, and a third thing is... A 100-day deportation moratorium. And no more returning asylum seekers down to Mexico. The bigger plan of getting citizenship to 11 million-plus seekers, that's going to take an act of Congress. 
It'll also take an act of Congress to get those bigger stimulus checks in many Americans' pockets, part of his nearly $2 trillion economic jumpstart. Already done, just hours on the job, America's return to the world stage, rejoining both the World Health Organization and the Paris Climate Accord, about which he said the need could not be any more desperate or any more clear. The five warmest years on record, this is according to U.S. government data, five warmest years all happened since 2012. Last year, 2020, was the fifth warmest, two and a half degrees above the 20th century average. His orders have stopped the Keystone XL pipeline. They've stopped the border wall. They've stopped the Muslim travel ban. They've reversed the ban on transgender soldiers. These 17 orders are 16 more than any other president on his first day. Wall Street reacted with a rally, and today, day two, starts with the market at record highs. Governor Cuomo says it's going to take time, a lot of time. How about until August or September to vaccinate all eligible New Yorkers? Let's go to Sean Adams now at the Westchester County Center with uh, that grim story. Sean? Day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, it is going to take patience and perseverance to get through the COVID vaccination effort in New York State. It's a simple matter of supply and demand. Seven million New Yorkers are eligible for their shot right now, but not enough doses to go around. Uh, The federal government uh, has been slow getting the doses uh, to the states. Governor Cuomo says uh, just a few days supply left here for this week in New York. You will see a constant pattern of basically running out, waiting for the next week's allocation, and then starting up again. The governor says it could take seven and a half months just to take care of the people who are eligible now. Across New York State, there are 1,200 distributors, more are ready to come online. Many run out of doses, and then they have to call people and cancel or reschedule appointments. That shouldn't happen, uh, we're told, at large sites like the Westchester County Center because uh, the large mega sites they have spread out their appointments. Wayne? Sean, thanks. There's a lot to know, and you and Marla have been keeping on top of that. Let's go to Marla Diamond right now about the mayor's plan to uh, hopefully get these first doses into arms and forget about the second doses the way he sees it. Marla, what about that plan? Well, it's all due to a delay in the shipment of Moderna vaccine, Wayne. It's forced the city to cancel 23,000 appointments and close 15 vaccine hubs for the next two days, including IM88 here on West 114th Street. Mayor de Blasio says something must be done to keep these vaccinations going. The way to do that is to free up that supply of second doses, to not hold them in reserve for weeks, not keep them in a refrigerator, but put them in people's arms. We need the freedom to vaccinate. The delayed shipment of 103,000 doses from Moderna was expected by last night or today. We need to save lives right now. Even the first dose provides around 50% protection. The mayor says he's hopeful that the Biden administration will immediately make more vaccine doses available to New York, and he called on the federal government, the state, and vaccine manufacturers to do more to provide more doses. And we're live on the Upper West Side. Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. Well, I have some good news about the COVID story before we continue on, and that is the state of Connecticut. COVID-19 numbers are showing mild signs of improvement. Experts say the worst of Connecticut's outbreak may have passed. The seven-day positivity rate now at five and a quarter percent. 5.25 is the lowest it's been since early December. 
Joe Connolly's here now as we continue with the morning news roundup with the big money story. One of them is the stock market starting at record highs. But for a lot of people, troubled businesses, it's just a matter of survival, Joe. And you found some success stories there. Yes, Wayne. Landlords are starting to drop rents to zero in some cases to keep struggling businesses in their buildings. Because, as was predicted, they'd realize nobody else was going to take the space anytime soon. The Wall Street Journal reports the new arrangement in many cases will be for rent as 5 to 20% of sales each month, at least for a while. So some months are good, some months are bad, but both are better than nothing. There's even a company now that provides a full accounting of the tenant's receipts for this purpose. This idea of rent as a percentage of sales came up first at a CBS Business Breakfast when designer Cynthia Rowley said she had started telling landlords that she'd only pay a percentage of sales because she didn't need physical stores as much anymore. So percent or nothing. Ann Cadet of the Wall Street Journal says a woman who opened a new sustainable fashion and beauty boutique in Brooklyn five weeks before the city shut down in March was panicking. Her landlord, a retired woman who lives upstairs, said she didn't have to pay any rent until business improved. The woman's son, Salvatore Licata, says we wanted her to succeed and my mom would have a long-term tenant she would benefit from as well. Wayne? Joe, thank you. Uh, we do have some news about the lottery. I, I know, Joe, I don't know about you. I mean, you, you being a very, uh, you know... Conservative. Conservative, <laughs> smart guy, doesn't want to throw his money away. I'll bet you haven't bought a lottery ticket in years. Am I right? Uh, many years. Many, yeah. many years. Me too. Until... Last night, I finally succumbed. Whoa. And uh, yeah, and I regret it. That's. <laughs> 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 but a tale straight ahead. Thank you, Joe. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now on the Morning News Roundup, the weather day ahead, the exergen forecast, cold forecast, and here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Definitely is, Wayne. It is uh, 27 in the city, and uh, we're looking at temperatures in the teens in most of the suburbs. That's north and west and east and south. I mean, just all around the city. The city is at the at the warmest here, and uh, there's not much of a wind chill, fortunately. The wind did die down, and it has now turned more to a southerly direction, so this afternoon, we will get back up to around the 40-degree mark. Not as co- uh, cold tonight, not quite as low as it is out there now. 30 to 35, 20s in the suburbs. Mainly sunny Friday, once again up near 40, but it gets even colder for the weekend. Dry, but only 30 to 35 by day, and 20s and teens for most places at night over the weekend. Currently in the city, it is 27, humidity 55%, a south breeze, 5 miles per hour. I can't see you playing a lottery either, Craig. You're a very smart guy. Uh, you know, I used to play it pretty regularly. Not a lot, you know, $5 or something like that, but uh, no, I have not played in quite some time. Yeah, it is not an intellectual pursuit, but it's fun once in a while, right? And uh, yeah, I, I decided after standing in line yesterday, seeing a guy in front to, to grab mine and, well, we do have a winner. And it's not me or you. Right. $731 million ticket was sold in Maryland. And if you played birthdays, you didn't get even one number right. The lowest number was 40. And the Mega Millions for tomorrow night reaches 970 million. And we'll see if we can resist that. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. If you missed it, the inauguration recitation of the Star Spangled Banner was one for the ages. And even if you heard it, 
It's worth hearing Lady Gaga again. Jennifer Lopez did a mashup of Woody Guthrie's This Land is Your Land. This land is your land. And America the Beautiful. And recited part of the Pledge this of Allegiance in Spanish. Last night, Katy Perry sang her hit Fireworks as pyrotechnics filled the sky right on cue. And at just 22 years old, Amanda Gorman managed to captivate the nation with a poem called The Hill We Climb that she wrote. It has scripture. It has quotes from JFK, from MLK, a little bit from the musical Hamilton, and has a verse about the riot at the Capitol two weeks ago. While democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. Let's update the sports now. Brad Heller's here. The Nets' big three teamed up for the first time last night. Brad, scoring won't be a problem, but defense, that's something else. Yeah, Wayne, good morning. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden combined for 96 points. That alone should have been enough against the worst offensive team in the NBA. But Colin Sexton scored a career-high 42. He had 15 points in the second overtime, and the Cavs beat the Nets in Cleveland 147-135, to snapping Brooklyn's four-game winning streak. Durant led the Nets with 38, while Kyrie had 37 in his first game in two weeks. I think any one of us, would definitely take a win <laughs> over all those, you know, just great stats. You know, those are sound incredible <laughs> for a first game out for a few great teammates, uh, just first time touching the floor. But we're not so much consumed about what we can do. You know, we're, we're more or less responsible for putting these pieces together and making it work. Well, it works on offense, but not yet on defense. The Nets will take on the Cavs again, Wayne, tomorrow night. And D.C.'s two pro teams are dealing with some serious COVID issues. Yeah, the Wizards have now had six straight games postponed. They finally returned to practice yesterday after a nine-day break, but still only have eight players available. This is part of the reason why the NBA announced stricter safety protocols yesterday. They want teams to stay on their own half of the court during pregame and halftime warm-ups. They're trying to limit the physical contact to only elbows or fist bumps. High fives, hugs, and handshakes aren't allowed. They also don't want any extended post-game conversations. Meanwhile, Alex Ovechkin is one of four Washington Capitals players that was placed on the COVID list. The team has been fined $100,000 for violating the league's health and safety protocols. And Wayne, one other note, the Jets are going to introduce their new coach, Robert Sala, today at 2 o'clock. All right, Brad, thank you. It is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. And it's Thursday, the 21st of January. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. Three things to know right now. The New York Attorney General and the NRA are set to tangle today before a New York judge over the state's claim of a tax dodge. The NRA has since moved its home to Texas and declared bankruptcy. But its lawyers told a federal judge yesterday that's not an attempt to escape New York's lawsuit or taxes. A second thing, a self-declared Proud Boys member in Florida who was seen in the Capitol... During the riots, talking into a walkie-talkie has been one of two more people just arrested yesterday. 
Third, the three new Democratic senators have been sworn in, giving Democrats the Senate majority. The first vote was to confirm Joe Biden's nominee, Avril Haines, as the first woman director of national intelligence. And the swearing-in of Kamala Harris as vice president may signal that the white male club of national politics is over for good. Penn State University professor Nikki Gutgold is author of a book about the drop called When Women Run, Women Win, Electing Madam Vice President. Nikki, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Kamala Harris, vice president, historic first. But is there really a reason to think that it's any deeper than that, that change really is coming? Or is her accomplishment hers alone? No, I think it's all of ours. I think that um, young girls and uh, many women around the country are looking at her historic win. And I think that it's going to have an effect of more and more women running. And it's just a numbers game. Had she not run for the presidency, would she be vice president right now? No, absolutely not. And it was really uh, the debate where she challenged Joe Biden on his busing stance. All the other candidates that emerged were compared to her. There was that same feeling of exhilaration among so many people when Barack Obama won and that racial barrier was broken. Uh, And yet eight years of Barack Obama didn't do a lot to boost representation of black men. So what makes this different? Well, no, I think your point is well taken. We can't say that all the gender barriers are coming down because we now have a woman who's a vice president, and yet it's opening the gate. And for young girls, think about that. Think about the girls who sat in front of their televisions watching the inauguration. They will think it's just typical. And style matters. Right or wrong, appearance matters. What is her appeal, especially to younger voters? Well, I think she's very hip and cool. I mean, she wears her Chuck's sneakers. I think she has somewhat of a casual California cool demeanor in the way she speaks. A lot of young women, I'm certainly sure my students, especially those of color, will be thinking, this is great. You know, I see someone who looks like me and she is in the Oval Office uh, working with the president. Yeah, providing some balance to a guy who uses the word malarkey and younger people are like, what? Yeah, but it's, you're right. I mean, you know, he's definitely old school. There's even something very um, poetic about that, that it sometimes takes a long time for you to achieve your goal. And maybe that's a good lesson for especially young people who are used to everything in, in a second. Penn State University professor Nikki Gutgold. The book is coming soon called When Women Run, Women Win. Nikki, thank you. Thank you. And that's the Morning News Roundup, January 21st, Thursday morning. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.